Hi everyone, thank you for joining us on my first Build with Mel show. I am joined by Sarah here and we're going to be talking about her business. Sarah and me are actually part of the same accelerator program. So how cool is that? So we're both on Femme Powered together and we both um, are trying to drive, you know, female-led businesses. Sarah, so I want to know a lot about you before we get into the whole digital marketing and how we uh, how we work together to scale your business today. But just tell me a little bit about Teach Ted and what about the backstory of how Teach Ted started and how that relates to you. So yeah, I know, I know that's a big question, but I'd love to just hear. <laughs> Well, thanks so much for having me on. I'm really excited. I've um, been enjoying the Fem Powered sessions so far, and it's great to have this opportunity to uh, get some help from you. So, um, my background's actually corporate financial services and mm -hmm. um, a lot of work in marketing. But when I do marketing, it's usually content driven and explaining quite complex ideas uh, in more simple formats and dealing with millions of dollars um, in, in investment money. Um, which is very different to what we're doing with Teach Ted, which is a direct to consumer and and you know help trying to help families as much as we mm. can. So uh, Ted started many years ago when my co-founder Sarah and I uh, we met at Mother's Group, and our children both had various hospital experiences. Her daughter had open heart surgery when she was quite young, uh, and my kids had adenoids, grommets, you know the usual things you have with kids. And we couldn't find anything that would actually help us support our kids through it. And we had quite varying degrees of anxiety from our children when they were going through it. I was doing a lot of work with playgroup at the time, teaching, teaching parents about how to play with their children and how they can learn through play. And there just weren't really anything, any information out there that uh, could help me as a parent understand what was going to happen when I took a child to hospital. Uh, and Sarah's an incredibly talented artist and she decided that she wanted to illustrate a children's book and asked me if I could write one that she could illustrate so you know, we could join together for that and um, we thought it would be great to do something about going to hospital. Hence Ted was born. So this is Ted. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> and um, Ted is super cuddly and what... Um, what we're doing with Ted is using some really well-known techniques that are used in all the children's hospitals and in a lot of therapy with children about learning through play and also learning through toys. So one of the biggest things that causes anxiety in children is not knowing what's going to happen. And also they have such limited context about the world that they often jump to some very strange conclusions. So what we look to do through TED is to explain to the parents the sorts of things that children might get concerned about why and the different things they can do about it. And with kids, we let them actually take TED through the experience. And when they do that, that gives them the, um, the confidence really to do it themselves, but also a really safe space to ask any questions or express any thoughts that they might have um, in a way that their parents can engage with them and um, and basically help them through that journey. So my question is, so is it a book, Teach Ted, that you illustrated and were you guys an author 
before this or did you sell water <laughs> at the end? Like, I want to know that. Uh, we have a great theory of let's just give it a go and see what happens. So yeah. uh, Sarah had put together a little picture book for her daughter when she went through the open heart surgery so that her kids could understand. Um, yeah. And I've always done a lot of writing in various roles that I've been in, um, but neither of us had ever written um, or published anything. So we... Um, we spent quite a lot of time working through the storyline. We also were fortunate enough to be able to work with some of the child life therapists from the Children's Hospital at Westmead who were able to give us a lot of insights into the sorts of uh, the sort of language that can help, uh, the sort of language that doesn't really help, and also some of the things that kids find quite concerning. We also spent a lot of time working with different um, medical practitioners and families who'd been through this to get their thoughts. So. Uh, Teach Ted produced a book called Ted Goes to Hospital cool. and um, it's full of Ted's journey through with Find This Hard to Do on a Screen. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you can see there there's various um, yeah. uh, characters in there that uh, Ted yeah. meets along the way and Teach Ted as an overarching umbrella. We have a longer term plan to produce a lot of digital tools that can be used for all different medical experiences. So at the moment, we've got a clinical trial running with UNSW and the Sydney Children's Hospital at Randwick that is testing a digital tool for children who need to get blood tests and how by using the tool and also the information that we provide to parents and the different activities they can do that we can significantly reduce the trauma that can be associated with kids getting blood tests. So it makes it a lot more efficient for the hospital system as well. Um, but most importantly, kids don't end up with a, a lifetime phobia about needles, which can often happen. So that's the longer term plan. Um, that is unfortunately on hold at the moment because of COVID, but we hope oh. to get going again soon. Um, well, so in the meantime, we're really focused on getting the support tools out there around going to hospital. I'll tell you why your story resonates with me. So I have a huge fear of needles. I don't know what happened to me as a child, to be honest with you, but recently I went to um, hospital just to um, watch, actually my husband was in hospital and I was just watching and observing him. And when they were taking his blood, I fainted. Oh no. So I have that kind of fear. And yeah. I think it must have developed. And I, when I try and look back as a child, where's that fear from? I just remember a doctor potentially injecting me or just like stabbing but in, and having that image and that thought yeah. I mean the fact that and that now that fear has stayed with me for life so I totally you know can resonate with what you're saying is that you're trying to make it a story like process to actually ease mentally because it is something that can stay with you for life and it can make yeah. you know um, that can create huge amounts of issues for those children that might need additional help also in the future. Like if I need yep. something, that's something that now I have to battle with constantly because it's, in, it's ingrained in my mind that needle means X. Yes. Yeah, um, and look, it was pretty common for kids to be held down, to be given injections. It still happens occasionally and it's not done in a nasty way. The thought behind it is, look, let's just get it over with. Um, but, you know, there are so many really simple things that parents can do beforehand um, and also the medical practitioners can do yeah. and there is a lot of focus now on patient experience which is great um, we're particularly trying to support those families that aren't necessarily going to places with pediatric specialist staff 
um, so people in regional areas and remote. The good news is you can turn that sort of thing around. So you should watch our TED tool. Um, wow. We've had quite a lot of referrals. Yeah, absolutely. We have so many parents that <laughs> they they okay. feel more comfortable by by reading the books and, and watching wow. the videos too. Wow. So we've had kids that were had years and years of, of what's called white coat syndrome where they're they're very scared about going into hospitals and just not long after, you know, putting the book into their daily bedtime reading um, completely turned around to the point that their their hospital staff were like, I do not know what you did with these children, but wow. it's fantastic. So that was really exciting for us because we weren't sure what, how, how much it could help those kids with more ingrained um, or existing anxiety. Okay, amazing. Um, I will share something with you very private because I think your journey is like amazing. And you know, for me, I like to connect in with people I'm working with so I can really feel the pain. And um, so I had a brother once upon a time, and he went through open heart surgery oh, wow. um, at, at sort of six months and. Um, it, it's preferred when I was about four years old and it's only mm -hmm. it's the only memory I have as a child, you know, going back yep. to that. And, um, you know, my mom went through a number of, you know, mental issues um, leading up to that and post that because he unfortunately didn't make it through mm -hmm. the, you know, surgery because he was so young in, yep. in it. And it's such a personal journey, you know, and it's such a hard journey when you have your children go through that mm -hmm. process year and everything it creates and I think that's what you are really trying to speak to is to help these skate holders within any kind of issues that might be as hard as what we've discussed to um you know as getting having fear for needles we've talked yeah. about a really deep level of you know big range there and so it's kind of it's you're right there is nothing there you think you have to talk to someone um and pay for that time to get therapy but what happens in between when you're not in therapy? What are you actually consuming when you're going yeah. through this really um, quite difficult journey? And I think that's something that that's what you really resonate with and you want mm. to impact on the lives of children. And I believe it's also the parents as well. Yeah. As yeah. That's consumer. And what I want to talk about is obviously you've got the book that you can market, but you've got this MVP product. Would you want more partners over? On that product to get it into the hands. Yeah, we're looking to. So the process that we are working through is to get the clinical trial data. Um, obviously, reducing children's anxiety is a wonderful thing, um, and it's what drives us. We're for purpose for profit, so we we try and give as much back as we can through that, and that's what drives us to do this. But at the end of the day, we're also not millionaires, so we need um, we need these products funded. So what we are looking at. Um, uh, proving through the clinical trial is that not only does the um, the tool reduce anxiety in the parent and the child, but it also increases operational efficiencies and it makes it um, they need less staff to uh, provide the service. So, for example, commonly to give a child a blood test, they need two quite senior staff, one to hold them down not not in a you know pin to the bed but to hold them so that they don't move and the other one to actually do the blood test uh, whereas um, we know when you have a child that's quite calm you can have one person do it so you've immediately you know halved your cost of of service um, but then I guess the biggest driver for us is you also get consistency of outcome so you can't pick which child is going to lose it 
um, there are obviously some who are prone to be more anxious, but my son is actually more the anxious one than my daughter, but they both went into operations on the same day and he was fine and she just lost it. Um, and that meant extra time for the staff to calm her down before they could actually sedate her. And that throws their waiting lists out. So you either end up with a situation where you put in extra space through, for example, if you know you've got 10 kids getting blood tests, you put in extra space to allow for it and then you've got dead time or you don't and kids are sitting there waiting in the waiting room for their turn um, and the longer they wait there, the more stress they get. So. There are a whole range of flow and benefits to the health system if we can get this out there and it's not particularly expensive to deliver because it's all digital. Um, but once we get those results, we will be looking for corporate partners who want to bring this on board for their patients or for um, corporates who are looking to do some good to give back into the community who want to fund these sorts of things. We also have a program where we where corporates can donate copies of the book um, to some of our partners. So we work with Royal Flying Doctors um, and Ronald McDonald House and Starlight to provide free copies of the book into them. Okay. So um, just on your your brother, I'm really sorry to hear that and thank you for sharing. Um, Ted really does have a very close connection with um, the open heart surgery you can see here. He's actually a zipper kid and he has a heart. So we were really excited because recently a little girl who was on her fourth heart surgery uh, adopted one of our Ted bears, you can adopt our bears, and she oh, took him into surgery. It was the first time she'd had surgery where she was really old enough to understand. And her mum said that Ted got dragged everywhere and she was just, you know, so um, calm about the whole thing. So, you know, that's what drives us is hearing stories like that. Um. Thank you, thank you, Anna, and I felt it was appropriate too. And um, so I wanna help you to basically get you to a revenue position. So whether that means through books or in a much more bigger scale um, where people actually maybe resonate with your story. Um, so they want to make the donations. And I wanna talk about the strategy in how you're currently doing that and how I want to give you some strategies on how I would, you know, work this um, business to really um, resonate. And I really want to highlight um, why I go so deep with, you know, my stories and with my clients and why, because I try so hard to get into the shoes of the person that is going through the pain point. So I have to mm. go into my life and, try to get down to being into the one of the people that are going to be the users and also the paying user as well. So I haven't yet got into the paying user's mindset yet because we haven't talked about that. But it's really important, I guess, um, the reason I'm doing this is to share that this is what a real true digital marketing partner looks like is they actually get really deep and they really feel it because then you can really understand the target market and then we can start thinking how we're going to actually pitch to them. So I, I, share it with you as a personal but i share it with you because you have to go like that if you're going to be able to be able to help your actual businesses actually succeed so you have to look very deep inside of yourself and your character and see how you can place this um these products within your life as well so going into revenue and digital yep. marketing and branding and this kind of space so Right now, I know when we caught up yesterday, we were talking about 
maybe it's selling these books because that's the only way right now. But I really think there's a bigger play than just selling these books. I really do. I think it's, I think um, it goes back to where you started. I think there's corporate partnership opportunities here that would just, um, because I know you're trying to sell these books into like your strategy was selling these books into childcare centers and, um, you know, promoting that. And I'm not sure if that's going to give you enough of the big impact you want to make right now. And you need someone that's going to come in and buy, you know, thousands of these books in one bulk to probably have the impact. That you awesome. <laughs> um, so, so, I mean, cause the impact that you want to make is so big. And this digital product that you're working on is so exciting. Are you showing this digital tool and product and glimpses of what you're trying to do within any of your um, marketing or any passing conversations or within any digital if you kind of, you know, um, tried to market that product and tried to go down that path? Yeah, we, we um, so we've got some snippets of it that we share when we're putting forward proposals. So for example, we're, we're approaching people like New South Wales Health at the moment to um, see if there's ways that we can help families who are needing COVID swabs and things like that. Uh, and we've got snippets of the tool that we can show them to explain the approach that we take. Um, and we shared some of that last year, we did a crowdfund to raise money for the research project, which we raised, I think just shy of $8,000, which was amazing. Um, and through that, we were able to give about 60 books through to our donation partners as well. That it was a reward crowdfund. Um, I haven't really been showing it too much on socials yet because of the fact that it, I don't know how long it will take to, yep. to come through because of what's happening with COVID. You know, we thought that yep. they would start to relax it and then of course it all spiked up again. So it's all sort of gone back into pause, but, um, so yeah, I have the answer is no, short answer. Okay. <laughs>
Um, core to all of our products is always the support material we provide for the parents. Um, this takes them through what will actually happen. So they then have the language to explain that and answer questions their child might have. We talk about different elements that might scare their children and why. So for example, um, a lot of parents at the moment would be seeing their children scared of people wearing masks. Mm -hmm. um, and there's two reasons for that. One is really logical and the other one is, is logical once you have had it explained to you that isn't before that. Mm -hmm. The first one is that you've covered their face. So mm -hmm. a child can't visually see and they, they find it very hard to read emotions when you mm -hmm. can't see someone's mouth. Mm -hmm. um, so that can be quite challenging for the child. The other one that surprises people though is mm -hmm. children don't have lots of context and they mm -hmm. watch a lot of movies and the bad guys wear masks. So in their head, they've made a leap that says anyone who's wearing a mask is a bad guy. Now, not all children will do this, but for some children it can be quite overwhelming and particularly with younger children or those who have limited language skills, they find yeah. it very hard to articulate um, concepts like that. So they won't necessarily tell you that it's the mask that's scaring them. They'll start saying, you know, my jumper's hurting or my arm's sore or that man over there is, you know, looks funny. They'll come out with all sorts of weird things. They they regress in behaviours sometimes, they might start wetting the bed if they hadn't before, or their language might drop back. So by providing the parents with this sort of information and we provide conversation starters, um, yeah. we give them the tools to see if that is actually the point. The digital tool themselves itself is, there's two parts to it. Um, the first is, uh, will be a video that takes them through Ted and his trusty sidekick, Lanny, yeah. getting a blood test and yeah. what the sorts of things are that he um, is thinking about as he's going through, who he meets mm -hmm. along the way, all the big words, like mm -hmm. the phlebotomist who actually does the test. Um, mm -hmm. And we explain all of that and we also mm -hmm. explain that at the end, you know, it, it, it did hurt a little bit for Ted, but it might not hurt for everyone. Um, but at the end of the day, it was done and, and, you know, he's now able to go on with his life and he's got a lovely certificate. Yeah. And then the second part of that is the activities that we provide. So, for example, there are things like um, we have little activities like this one called Relax and Distract and it's a way that you can make your own relaxation toy. Nice. Um, we have activities around how you can use TED and things like a straw and a ribbon to show for the child to practice on Ted, giving him a blood test. Oh, um, these are all things that will let the child articulate any concerns that they have mm -hmm. um, in a way that the parent feels comfortable and confident. Wow. Are you giving away these activities for free? Yeah. On your we website? sure do. Yeah, wow. so all of those activities um, wow. are, are free on our website. We've also got some fun COVID ones uh, wow. for anyone who wants it. Um, and the other thing that we've done is the way that we've designed all of our tools is, as you can see from Ted, Ted doesn't have any particular cultural background, neither do any of our characters. And it's quite easy for us to provide overlays in different languages and adapt the, the language so that it suits different cultural needs as well. So one of the things we're really keen to do is see how we might be able to support some of those communities that the current um health messaging is not necessarily reaching as well awesome i just said i love ted <laughs> oh ted loves you back <laughs> um okay i think that okay so so be i've just checked out your website and it's beautifully presented you're giving away these free 
activities that are so amazing. I don't think anyone knows what's going on about all the stuff that you are doing. My mind is like blowing at all the stuff that you could be, um, <laughs> you could be doing. Um, so I want to approach it in two ways. One is um, obviously we can do those Facebook ads that, yep. um, as you know, that we we discussed that that is a great stream of trying to just get some um, people in to your shop and yep. purchase some of those items. And yes, that can, I think that would be the ideal thing. We can target the parents um, specifically. And is there any email database list that you hold right now? Uh, we've got a sort of small list from our crowdfund and some other activities that we've done, but it's not okay. particularly. So the crowdfund list that you have, that's really good. I would um, keep that list separate because yep. that's a different strategy. So if you wanted to then again crowdfund again, that list will become really valuable to understand audience. And um, in Facebook, you can actually upload lists and it can actually help you create an audience of a similar type of okay. um, yep. exact audience that's already done the funding for you. So then you just tell Facebook, these are my emails. And then they will create something called lookalike audience of that email list yep. helping you now to reach out. So any kind of donations that you are collecting for your research, I think that is what that list is for. Mm -hmm. in, terms of, in terms of um approaching this book selling and all this other stuff that you're trying to do, um, I think you've got a few products there that you can sell, right? Yeah. There is a couple what I really recommend to you, and I said this to you yesterday, and I'll say it again, is there might be an opportunity for um, carousel ads. Have you okay. tried yep. those? No, I haven't. Okay. Um, I would talk to you about split testing. Have you noticed yep. in Facebook ads there's something called split testing? Yeah, so that's I've started to – we did one lot of Facebook ads and we got nothing from it, which I would say is user error. Um, yeah. But I have started to build out. There's uh, another lady who's been very generous with offering help on Facebook ads that we've yeah. been um, having a go at. So I've built out a couple of ads. I have some of the wording. I've sort of got audiences. We've split into basically three target markets. The first is parents with young children. So we target young parents of children who are two to 10 generally. Yeah. The second one is grandparents. No, because you see parents no. with children, but are all of them going to be interested in this or is it particular children that are going to go through something? So what we're actually, yeah. so we're actually on Facebook, we're not necessarily targeting children who are going to hospital because that's, it's, it's really hard to know those yeah. children through Facebook. Yeah. Um, what we're actually focused on there is Ted, as, um, Ted goes to hospital as a social story. So where children might have a grandparent or a loved one going into hospital, that can actually be just as traumatic for children. Okay. Um, so we've got two subgroups of parents and then the grandparents. And okay. in the can third angle... Can you tell me about the... Sorry, I want to stage just right. there. I can give you the advice on that. Yep. Can you tell me about the caption that you are trying... Like what... Because this is really, really heavy on storytelling and the captions that you're going to write for this is going to either make it or break it, the ad. Yeah, so, and that's so what how... we've been refining. 
So we've actually got a quote from uh, one of the parents who used our um, book really successfully. She had had her son is in and out of hospitals for various different things, and a um, testimonial. And this yeah, testimonial. testimonial. Okay. Um, oh, and so we've got some wording around that, around reducing anxiety um, and learning through play and a couple of other okay. words have you got, around. Have you got one like this and maybe you already have it? Meet Ted. So it's just, that's what it says, the first thing. Yep. Meet Ted. Ted has anxiety about going to go get his, go get his first um, blood shot or something like that. Um, then gap, next sentence. Ted has been struggling with, you know, this for some time now. Um, then gap, the, telling a story about Ted and Ted having these issues. Um, Ted wrote a book that helped show, you know, some of the anxieties he's gone through, da 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 da. And Ted is wanting to help other kids to, who are going through anxious to actually do this. This is called storytelling, and this is going to cap, this is going to get the reader to read about Ted. I know Ted's a fictitious yep. character, but it's <laughs> going to be like Ted. This is Ted's yep. story. This is what Ted went through, and it's got to be compelling enough that copy. And the heading of that has to be something that is even more compelling because you know there's all the caption and people. You have to get people to click see more on yeah. a book ad. So it has to be a pretty long um, caption there about Ted, and then it says um, it, it has to say something like Ted has um, Ted has gone through. Ted has the fear of, Ted has the answer of how to overcome, you know, going to get a blood test. So Ted has solution of how, like Ted, like yeah. Ted, you want to overcome your fears of going to hospital or something like that, or going to fears of you getting a fist. So you see how this is just a story tell? It's nothing more yeah. than just a story tell that, I've told you, and it's just one creative idea that you can do. Um, sec second thing is this, so that would lead to buy now or like, you know, find out more, not even learn more. It will land on your website about the book. Yep. I'm um, just, your website has a high converting page. Yes, it does. Like, it doesn't, yeah. Um, we're in the process of, of redoing our, um, website from a content point of view because it's quite confusing so we're going to create a ted goes to hospital landing page within it that just specifically yeah. talks about the book. at the moment it's a bit all over the place like hospital teacher kit yeah. right yeah. and so you can land them there for now but yeah. um what i okay this is the next thing they're going to land on that page okay um but yeah. they're probably not going to purchase because they're going to be like okay cool like this is where it's landed. But what we, what you see that what's happened is you've landed them there. It's not a high converting page. You're probably not going to get that much. Now I've just given you one creative 
what happens if they landed there and you gave them a free resource that popped up mm -hmm. grab your free resource you know mm -hmm. all these free resources so if we brought some of those free resources into these landing pages you're creating or a little pop-up which yep. you can create very easily using you know lots of pop-up exit it's called exit forms and they take the free tool now they feel more obliged to um either make a donation or either purchase this so now you've got their mm -hmm. email you see you've captured their email by giving them like blah 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 another creative yep. i want to go back to that i just gave you a creative idea about meet tech when you split test creative you don't know what's going to work so i just gave you one you've got another one that was testimonials right so we've talked about two creative another third creative yep is you've got these great free resources these amazing videos that you've created have you used those yep. in your facebook ad no no okay. we've hardly done any like i said i've been i i just can't like this is where i get stuck because you know the sort of marketing that i'm used to doing i think i said to you yesterday is just so yeah. different to okay. this so uh, all help welcome free resource, right? <laughs> you're giving away all this yep. free resource and i want like i think that's amazing that you're giving away all this resource but so this free resource that i would be doing a marketing a split test on that free resource so run that run that um the coronavirus one or i'm just looking mm -hmm. at all your resources it's like really amazing but no one's maybe seeing it right so you've got these amazing free resources activities some activities that you've put together so how do germs spread i love it it's so cool coronavirus find a crossword i love it how amazing okay what I'm i want right to <laughs> okay i want you to do this in facebook ads there's yep. this thing called lead generation high mm -hmm. intent form yep. when you set up an ad it says what when you set up your first ad it says is this for traffic is this for click like you know it's a first page and there's the third one down it says this is a lead generation yep you'll see it i want you to click on that now lead gen is one of the best ways to get data and that data is what you really want right now of people that are interested in ted because you see ted they might be interested in buying this product but they might be donators as well and they might really follow this brand and become you know i think you said you're like you don't know who's going to give you someone might turn around into you and give you a 100k donation like mm. through this so you have that to think big <laughs> really big and you have to tell your story really and you have to tell the stories of these children so you can have a bigger impact now going back to my third so i told you about meet ted creative yep. that you're going to do with the picture this is what this is what's going to make this is what's going to make it i reckon and this is why i tell my i tell my team this is why i'm the boss so <laughs> so there is this three third one called lead gen now, when you press on that, it goes, okay, it's the same process. It goes, okay, what do you want to create? Blah, blah, blah. I want you to create an ad that goes and goes, we're going to give away this free crossword. Okay. 
So yeah. you, you do a little image of this crossword and say, we know how hard it is for kids dealing with coronavirus. It hasn't been easy on them at all, da da da. That's why we created this amazing crossword, which we think parents and kids can play with each other and really remove that anxiety from mm -hmm. the kids. Go ahead, it's free. Download this free crossword and have play this with your child and tell us, you know, and just all we ask is you just leave a comment and tell us how you went. That's it. On a different side of the marketing, and we talked about this, is the whole B2B side opportunity yeah. exists. And I don't know if you should pretty much also really get into that, but build out this and see how this goes. And if it doesn't deliver enough revenue from this, and this will take, you have to give yourself around two to three months of effort in this to really know, is this, yeah. is this a, a an effort that you want to continue to deliver, which is give away the free resources with lead gen, lead intent Facebook ads. So I just want to continue to tell you that it's lead intent. I think that's mm -hmm. the one. Um, it's the free resources you've already built that you're giving away. Mm -hmm. Now, the other strategy, and I think that could bring you huge more money, is um, these partnerships that you're doing and these sponsorships you're doing. And I think that's about you and you um, telling the journeys of the impact that you're having on LinkedIn. Mm. Because there's going to be people that are going to reach out and they're going to donate. I think you need to improve your donation website um, there right now because you've got $5 a donation or something like that. There has to be a donation landing page where people can donate any amounts they want. You know, mm. like if you want to donate $100,000 and fine. Like you have to think like, to that kind of scale. Um, so I want you to think of when you're creating these landing pages on one side for your, um, you know, purchase the book, I want you to think about the landing page and what the donation landing page looks like. And they should have the stories of the kids that you've impacted and that you yeah. continue to impact. And I want you to make effort to share the stories of the impact that you're having on these kids and from like, you know, um, I would be doing it from like, I don't write often on here, but today, you know, we got to impact Mary's life. And Mary, you know, was a five-year-old child and she um, had to go into hospital the first time. The anxiety that lives within children have been, you know, sometimes un unknown to many, but it is really um something that is real and it's something that is a real struggle and these impacts can have huge mental health issues if not dealt with correctly so what are you doing you're telling the story of this mary and you're also putting in you know that's what this is mary this is what she went through this is the issues that live within it and then you have to end with i'm on this journey to make sure that i have an impact on having a better deal you know better um, experience with going to hospital going and having heart surgery going and having your first infection you know you have to say i want to leave impact and that's why that's why i can i share this story with you because we are looking for donations mm. 
to have the big impact that we want to do. And this, and I'd really love all my network support. Here's the link if you want to donate. One dollar is not two less. Something mm. like that. And I want you to like actually get into the habit of doing that once a week. Mm. So what I'm saying is you've got to commit to creating one Facebook ad per week that I believe, but so, so you'll be able to do the free resources. So you'll have be able to split test, you know, like four different type of creatives what work. And I also believe you have to commit into sharing some stories on your LinkedIn network just to start seeing do you get any attraction there? Do people you know, reach out? Um, reach out there. I I think that I think if you play to those two platforms, like I've told you, I think that will bring you so much more success. Then I think we talked about a little bit yesterday about email scraping and you know reaching out to people on email. I just think this is going to play and this is going to actually create the brand. And I think people are going to then feel the brand. Um, and I'm sh- these are the two that I would do. And I think you've got yeah. a huge strategy as well that you have to play at some point. Mm. As in like, I think press is going to reach out to you as you share these stories and if written in the way that I've talked about, it's it's going to be a huge impact. But if you write the stories like we're talking about in that way, um, and I think I've shared with you my caption strategy and stuff before about LinkedIn when I've been sharing it, but I will give you this tip that when you do write LinkedIn um, or you write Facebook caption for anything that you post, the first three lines, the hook. Yeah. And the first line should be very short four or five words at the max, the first sentence, mm-hmm. four, five words, and it should be like, boom. And mm. that's why I just called Ted, or I want to tell you about Mary. Like, mm. Mary's got this thing. You've got to be like, it's got to hit hard to your heart. It's got to hit, because um, you've really got a really nice story, but you have to, but you have to share it and mm. you have to share the impact. Yeah, we have, um, we've spoken to press before and we're waiting on the results of the trial where we were <laughs> when we thought it was going to turn around pretty quickly um, because they're, they're, we definitely get great responses from them but we wanted to wait until we were actually ready to do something with it if we actually got coverage. Um, right. But with everything that's going on at the moment, it, you know, it could be six months before that happened. So, My advice to you is? whether that's going ahead or not, like mm. the impact that we want, like, because I know you're in the mindset Corona, I know you're in the mindset like that stopped. That doesn't stop what you want to achieve. Like no. stop your passion. So mm. whether that has stopped and the clinical and all that, there's still Ted, there's still stories of how you're having an impact right now. Mm. So don't discount the stuff that you are doing right now, like whether that that thing that's happening in the background, I feel like that plays too much for you, but you're still giving, you just told me a story about how Ted was adopted and taken into mm. a heart surgery. Like you are telling me stories, that means you're having impact already, regardless mm. of clinical trials or not. That is, uh, that is your strategy. That is your long-term strategy. And yes, you can share that. That's why you need funding for, all that stuff, but you've got something to offer right now, which is yeah. the way activities that people sell for free. 
Yeah. You're giving away free activities that people will probably charge for. Yeah. You might not realize that you already might have product here that you probably could be charging for and you haven't monetized it, right? So mm. don't, you're, you don't know what you've actually got already and all these activities, they could be things that you actually could sell. It could be at mm. a dollar, it could be at $5. I know you want to have an impact, but the, all this money is for good, right? So yeah. maybe I think maybe some of these courses, like these kits and these things that you're giving away for free, maybe it can be actually paid. Yeah, I think we're pretty comfortable with the giving away because it is part of our sort of fundamental driver for starting all of this. And exactly. you know, what we do with the books, for example, is we sell them to the families that can afford them so that we can give free ones to the families that can't. So for every yeah. three that we sell online, we give one away. So I think I'm not comfortable with monetizing those. I'm, I'm comfortable with using them for promotion because I yeah. the biggest driver yeah. is to get people to use them. Then, then let people know that as well when they buy that book, like that that every third book. Yeah. Be, you know, let people know that because you are so like you're into this much more emotionally, right? And 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 you have to you have to let people know how much this means to you through your through your um, digital presence because if it's known, I think you're going to have so many people come out to you and it's crazy like you're doing such great stuff but if people and if people don't know about it they can't get on and like you know and support that um passion so what i recommend is like commit like you know that this is what i'm going to do i'm going to do one post a week on this channel and it's going to be a story that how we've had an impact and I'm sure there's lots of stories that you've had an impact that you can share. I'm sure there's weeks mm -hmm. and weeks of posts that you can do and try out this lead, this high intent lead form on the free yep. resources and then commit to one email a month to everyone mm -hmm. that at your, um, as you grow out your lead list that, that you will yep. write something. Yep. That's my, that's my, that's my, yeah. That's my. No, that's um, great. That's really helpful. I hope that helps to how. I know it does because I think the problem with Facebook and and LinkedIn is there's so many different ways that you can do it that you end up doing nothing because you just don't know which one to use. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly right. Well, what else is there? Anything else on your mind that you really wanted to get out and um, talk on, or have I covered? No, I think you've really you've done a great job of, of covering. I mean, like I said, we've got a lot of this stuff sitting behind the scenes. We just haven't actioned it yet. We've got a lot of um, great visuals that we can use and, and stories that parents have shared with us. So. Okay. so the whole thing is going to be Facebook ad. I'm just writing it down so everyone can see. So Facebook ad um, lead gen. It's called the lead gen for lead gen high intent. So that's the first thing um, that, you, that I recommend um, that you try out, giving away your free resources. Number two, um, I'm saying is an organic text only LinkedIn post telling a story of impact. So that's no money to be spent there yep. at all. Okay. 
Oh, so that is actually one of my questions is how much do you think we need to put on as our limits on these Facebook ads to get a good enough test but recognising that, you know, we're start up and bootstrap? Um, I've I've tested even at like little, like I would start off with $50, $100 on each um, split test. Yep. So I wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't be spending loads of money until yeah. I found if it worked or not. So Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. So you don't need to spend a lot to know that there is a trap. You'll know if there's. Yeah. I've, got, I've spent twenty. I've made like you know twenty five thousand before. So yeah. if it's there, you'll see it. If it's not there, you won't see it. So, okay. um, and number three was email one. So this will be in the comment to this. So yeah. email. Um, I want you to do once a month email to everyone. That you collect from Facebook events. They're my three strategies that I would use for you. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. lovely and i will see you in two weeks time i guess back yeah. at and it was you again ted and <laughs> i will see you back at fish burners and thank you so much for joining mm-hmm. my first live thank you it was great and um, uh, you're welcome to borrow ted next time you have to take your husband um, off to the hospital thank you. <laughs> I, think, I think i need um to watch the videos as well yeah that's right. <laughs> all right well i'll see right. you soon. thank you for joining me thanks everyone um And until next time, bye. Bye.